Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur Podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood. A business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one-of-a-kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process, well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and let's get growing. Hello, it's Ashley back again with episode 30 of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. And today I'm going to be giving you a no BS take on the distinction between attraction marketing and curiosity marketing. And I will explain and define both of those. And I want to give you a very, very, very important reason for why you or some of your affiliate partners or your teammates still may not be getting the results that you want. And honestly, frankly, turning off your audience potentially, even though you're not saying your company or product names. And spoiler alert, that's curiosity marketing is basically creating a post on social media or even a video or a blog post even where you're leaving out the exact name of your product or the company with the intention of having someone reach out to you. And sometimes this can be effective and sometimes it's absolutely a failure. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to give you the secret today. So I recommend grab a pencil. A pencil is probably not what you write with, but grab a pen, a writing utensil and something to take notes with, because I'm also going to tell you what to do instead to actually get results, to slay online sales, no matter what it is that you're selling. Here we go. I'm excited to talk about this because I have some strong feelings on this one. And I think this is going to be super game changing and helpful. And caveat, my opinion on this topic and the way that I teach and the way that I practice has changed over the years. As I've seen the same techniques work for some people and then also fail absolutely dismally for others. And I'm going to tell you why that is. But first, attraction marketing is not leaving out the names of your affiliate products or your company. I'm sure if you haven't personally used this style of marketing, I'm sure you've seen it where someone is posting and you don't know what the product is. And so you may message that person. You may comment on their post and ask for information. And sometimes that can be effective, but actually I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's start with some definitions. So attraction marketing, what is attraction marketing? Attraction marketing in a nutshell is 
is building a business and a brand around you. You are a personal brand. Talk about it all the time here on this show. You define and publish value-added, unique, problem-solving content to a target audience, which in turn increases your personal value level in the marketplace. And I'm going to use the acronym PVL for personal value level in the marketplace. Another caveat, we all have value whether or not our marketing is amazing or it sucks. So that's undebatable. But the reality of it is, is that the amount of influence you have is a direct reflection of your current perceived PVL in the eyes of your target audience. And the good news is that is up to you to develop and you can develop influence. And that in turn, as you develop your influence is going to develop and increase the money you make online within your business. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust and perceive as having value in the marketplace. So what do I mean by personal value level, PVL? When it comes to attraction marketing, so again, having a personal brand, publishing value-added content in front of a target audience, PVL is going to come down to the knowledge and the skills that you have or that you work to acquire, that you share with others, and the associations that you have with other people who are influential or attractive in the marketplace as well. So I know you've seen this. I want you to think of some examples in your mind right now where someone has influence over you, who you follow for one way, shape, or form, no matter what the niche is, and their PVL increases as they are partnering up with other leaders within that niche. It becomes even more attractive and influential. So think about, for example, in the industry of network marketing, think about the gurus you follow or the top leaders that you see people joining and you actually may be one of those top leaders that people are joining. They are most likely collaborating with other top leaders and influencers. They're most definitely creating content that's consistent, that's providing values and solutions for you their audience, if if that is you and you're watching these gurus. So think about blog posts, YouTube videos, live videos, interviews, workshops. So I'm going to hit you with some truth. Are you ready? Your magnetic personal brand using principles of attraction marketing is what is going to convert sales. And if you are building a team, signups of affiliates, not the products or the opportunity in and of themselves. So does the product and the opportunity, the business opportunity, the comp plan, all of these things, does that have some bearing as to whether or not someone partners with you or a company? Sure. But at the end of the day, it's attraction marketing. It's you being a magnetic personal brand, branding you, increasing your PBL. The nice thing about that is that it also eliminates any competition. There is no competition if you are really freaking good at what you do and you are showing up as the authentic best version of yourself, branding yourself, increasing your PVL, that's going to take away competition. Yes, there are a lot of people doing the same thing, but if you have influence and you have PVL, you are still going to stand out. I mean, if you think about it this way, if you are partnered with, again, a direct sales network marketing company, or you're an influencer in the online space, there are tens of thousands of people doing the same thing, hundreds of thousands. So most companies, network marketing companies, have between 50,000 to a million plus consultants, 
right? And it's, they're literally all marketing the same dang products and the same opportunity. So you're not only having to compete with all the other companies in the marketplace, you also have to compete against, sorry to say, but it's true, all the other distributors and consultants within your company. That's pretty dismal unless you are developing a competition eliminating personal brand, right? See where I'm heading with this? And that's exactly why you have to elevate your marketing skills and your personal value level to increase your results. Adding in more curiosity posts and more product posts is not the answer. So I've seen this happen time and again. People are taught to use curiosity posts where they're not using the name of their company and they're not using the name of the products, but then they become curiosity post spammers. And it honestly looks weird. Beep, 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 back it up. I need to define curiosity marketing. Curiosity marketing is speaking to the benefits of a particular product, service, or business opportunity without identifying the specific product or company name, which makes it so that people need to reach out to you if they want information or specifics on where they can purchase or a link or what it is. And marketers do this so that their audience won't have the, or at least this is how it's taught, so that their audience won't have the option to Google the product or the opportunity and then find somewhere else or someone else to purchase or sign up with. Does that make sense? Curiosity marketing does fall under the umbrella of attraction marketing, or it could if it's done well and appropriately and without this next piece I'm going to talk about, but a lot of people incorrectly assume that all attraction marketing has to exclude the name of your products or company. And if you're using the name of your products or company, you are not marketing correctly. That is not correct. And I'm going to tell you why. Whether or not to create curiosity really should depend on your marketing strategy. Again, it's okay and encouraged around here to use critical thinking skills and to use your company or product names when it makes business sense to do so. So for example, back in the day, the company that I partner with, the the social retail company that I partner with has a specific brand of liquid collagen. And so when it was lesser known before the company exploded and we have, you know, real housewives of, uh, I want to say Virginia, Melissa Gorga, what's she on? Uh, New Jersey, real housewives of New Jersey, Melissa Gorga sharing this liquid collagen, all these celebrities, it's totally blown up. Back in the day when no one knew what it was, it was not a recognizable bottle. It was not a recognizable, you know, liquid in a spoon. Creating curiosity really made a lot of sense because people were curious. But flash forward three, four years, now everyone knows this particular brand of collagen. It's the number one liquid collagen on the market. So it makes literally no sense. It looks very weird in my opinion and experience it seems strange to not use the exact name of the product and the company name when there are so many other huge influencers who are just straight up sharing it like it's it and it is an affiliate product influencers are not going around and sharing their Tula skincare 
and showing the skincare but not saying the name or the brand because they're promoting that brand. They're linking that up so people can shop through their affiliate link. So if you are trying to increase your influence and you do want to sell through social media or online, even through sales funnels, you got to use the company name and the product name in that type of scenario. Unless it is a very unknown product and it makes sense to create curiosity, don't do it. It's weird. So if you're within that company and you're listening, stop using curiosity marketing. It's weird. Everyone knows what it is and then it just seems odd. Okay. No harm, no foul. I did it for way too long and I don't think it's appropriate anymore. So that's all I'm going to say on that specific piece. So I went on a little bit of a bird walk there and I wanted to go back to attraction marketing. Yes, the goal of attraction marketing is to have people reaching out to you so that you aren't sliding into DMs and asking if people are open to taking a look at what you're selling or doing. That's again, weird. If it feels uncomfortable and it feels weird, I am all about figuring out another way to do it and not doing something that feels out of alignment. Can I get an amen? But the cool thing is you can absolutely attract people to sign up as an affiliate with you or purchase just through you with your marketing even with no curiosity involved i promise you i haven't done a curiosity post or any product post in years and i still slay when it comes to affiliate product sales goes back to your personal value level whether you create a youtube video funnel whether you have a website that shows increases your personal value level just by having something that looks more professional and authoritative than just social media personal value level placing a focus on developing your skills as an online marketer developing your confidence your leadership tro- leadership chops and the attractive qualities within yourself, honestly, that will make you successful in business and frankly life, because it's all the same life, business, all these things apply both ways. And I'll say that till the cows come home over developing all those things over crafting this curiosity post that you just, oh, you spend so much time figuring out what's going to get people to reach out or any social media post, for example, that's what's going to get you results, increasing your personal value level. So curiosity marketing can actually be super effective when you're first launching a new business or you're sharing about a new product when your audience, again, when these two things are in place, product or company is relatively unknown. So this could be effective when the product or company is relatively unknown. But then what happens is, and I see people in direct sales, social selling, do this all the time. And I even taught it, I wouldn't say exactly this way, but I've set it up where people have probably not made this shift as quickly as they should. But then after that initial launch, rather than branding themselves and sharing on brand value added content to a target audience, providing solutions to problems, what they do is to continue to post mainly about their product, service, or opportunity multiple times per week, and sometimes even daily without using the name of the product or the company and people figure it out. This person's audience, they're not curious anymore. They're annoyed, right? Sorry, not sorry. That is what happens. And most of the time, the marketer is not getting the results they thought they'd get if they just kept those labels covered and they're vague about a ground level opportunity over and over and over and over again. But the problem is they're watching their influential, keyword influential upline or top leaders in their company 
do those same things and get results. But they have influence. That is the key. They have influence in that industry or in another niche where that translates into people wanting to do or buy whatever it is they're doing or buying, right? The the essence of being an influencer. So let's take two different examples of someone marketing the same product as an illustration. So number one, this is going to be someone new to social selling someone who hasn't been taught how to properly brand themselves on social media and who doesn't have any influence yet, they share a picture of themselves with a product label covered or not showing, saying something like, I love this stuff or blah, blah, blah reasons. They're not going to get many people reaching out to them until they develop influence, confidence, and a reasonable level of marketing skills. And this is why I just cannot stand, stand it at all. And this is why I seriously cannot stand when influencing for social marketing companies is pinned as simple or easy. It's not. If you want to build a substantial business and you don't already have skill sets and influence, it requires investing in up-leveling your skill sets, your mindset, and your influence. Nothing happens overnight unless you have those things already in place and partner with a company or start promoting a product. Number two, this is someone, I'm sure you've seen this, someone with existing influence with a target audience who shares about a product, the same product as person number one, they share it with full confidence of the solution they have, they're not nervous about being associated with a company or promoting one of their products, they might even use the product name or the company name directly because they're not trying to be weird and their audience is not used to them being kind of secretive and weird. And so they're just used to sharing products, things they buy, use, do, love, and people will reach out to them or just purchase through their link with no objections whatsoever, right? And I know this because I don't DM for sales and I still have and have for a couple years now with no DMs anywhere from, oh gosh, two to 10,000 in personal sales volume just from the social retail products alone, which is crazy, right? But I know this to be true because it's actually my experience and it can be anyone's experience. And I just want to call out that distinction to sum that whole rant up for curiosity marketing or any marketing to be effective, one would need to build or have influence and perceived personal value level with their audience. I don't care how good the curiosity post is. I don't care where you're marketing, what you're using to market your products or opportunity. You have to increase your PVL in the marketplace. Now I'm going to go back again to when or when it may not make strategic sense to try and create curiosity. If someone's in launch mode to their audience, I do still think it's appropriate to create a initial curiosity with something new that you're doing, at least at first, just to create some buzz, some FOMO, what's this, what's going on, not even necessarily to get people to reach out, but just to create curiosity and get eyeballs onto your content. But if you are like me, and so back in 2016, when I started building online and had Taylor Made Mama as my personal brand, I was sharing with my audience regularly, daily on my blog 
blog and also on Instagram things that I used and bought and loved and things that helped for mom life and for working out and all kinds of things really. And I never created curiosity about those products. So for my audience, they were very used to me marketing and influencing in a certain style. And so I would leave swipe up links at the time. Now it's just a regular old link in your story. Um, I would have links within my blog that went directly to the product. And then all of a sudden when I partnered with a new company, I followed the model, the launch model of creating curiosity and marketing those products using curiosity at first. And that really felt out of alignment. And so I didn't do that for very long because it just felt like something wholly other than what I had been doing for years. So again, critical thinking always encouraged. If you're ever in doubt, hook up with myself or a coach who can dive into your current state of branding and business and what you should be using to get the max results in online sales and how to actually go about increasing your influence, increasing your PVL. And that's what I love working with my clients on, especially who are newer and or stalled out. A lot of times it really is just honing in and developing your personal brand and increasing that PVL. So another example of a choice to not use curiosity. So if you were to Google how to become a partner with my specific company that I partner with, you would find my blog post on page one, post one of Google because of SEO. Now an SEO being search engine optimization. This is what I teach in Social Seller to CEO Academy. If I used curiosity marketing and left out the name of my company and just described the benefits and left everything the same, I would literally get zero results from that marketing versus choosing to use the name of the company and SEO to drive anyone who is Googling how to become blah, blah, blah to my post. That is what makes sense. That allows me to now have people emailing me or messaging me about the affiliate program. Cool, right? How game changing would that be for your business? So that for me is a choice to not use curiosity marketing, not on social media, if and when I do post in my stories about a product and not on my website either because I'm utilizing SEO based marketing. However, at the same time, I am using attraction marketing because I'm demonstrating and elevating my PVL in the marketplace by creating content that solves problems, answers questions, gives solid info for my target audience, and it positions me as an expert, as an authority, in some way, shape or form and demonstrates that I have the skills to share and things that set me apart for people who may want to partner with me in the affiliate program, learn from me, be coached by me or even purchase a product through me, right? And it's not rocket science. It's not, this is not something that there is any reason why everyone couldn't do if they took the time and increased their influence and increased their PBL. Okay, so what are we gonna do with this information about curiosity posting? and attraction marketing or curiosity marketing and attraction marketing. Let's talk about it. There are a few things. So number one, you're going to identify your personal brand. So the one to maybe three things that you're going to be sharing and publishing highly valuable content on with a target audience or to a target audience, I should say, that's going to increase your PVL. Remember, your personal value and not the amazing curiosity post is going to be the factor in the amount of success you're going to have from that curiosity post, okay? 
Okay. This is why you can see a top leader who switches companies, post some kind of curiosity post on their product and they've got 50, 100 comments. Give that same exact post to someone in their downline with little or no influence or PVL yet and that person gets zero comments and they feel like it's them. Like there's something wrong with them. No, no girl, no. There's nothing wrong with you. It's the strategy is out of alignment with the state of personal branding and business that you are in. It's a it's a process. No one can just jump in without having PVL and influence and see anywhere near those kind of results, but yet people end up feeling bad about themselves because they don't realize this piece. A killer curiosity post, a really good one, because there are some good ones, that's going to get someone with influence insane results. But honestly, they would probably still get results with a subpar post with the name of the product. And then conversely, I feel like I'm kind of beating a dead horse with this, but a person that doesn't have influence or PVL will get very little results with either until they take the time to skill up. I do recommend that if you do not have your personal brand dialed in or you are wanting to rebrand or just get your personal brand and your content and all the parts of personal branding into alignment so that you can move forward in a state of flow in building your business, that you snag a self-paced course. It's called Align Your Brand. It is the best, if I do say so myself, the best personal branding course, especially for women who are in social selling and are really trying to make that shift from consultant and distributor to influencer. So check out the link in my show notes. If you just scroll down below this episode and keep going, I think it will even say like see notes. If you click on that, that will have a link to align your brand. It is a bomb program and it's actually what I walk my one-on-one clients through if that is the stage that they're in in building their business. So of course, that's always an option as well. If you are someone who would like to work with me one-on-one, just shoot me an email, hello at elevatedwithashley.com and I will get back with you and we can see if I have any room in my schedule. Hopefully I do, but if not, we'll get you on the wait list for whenever I have a session that opens up and we can get all your branding dialed in. Second thing you're going to do to increase your PVL is to start sharing valuable content with your target audience that's going to attract your ideal customer or your ideal affiliate partner to you. So find out what they're already searching for. So what are they looking for answers to? Do a little Google research, write a social media or a blog post, or even go live on IG or Facebook create a YouTube video and share some of your findings that are going to be helpful for them. You do not have to be the number one expert on this topic, but you have to be willing to show up and share useful information that's going to inspire, educate, entertain your target audience. So focus on your content. And then that is what becomes your, you know, we talk about sending prospecting messages when you're wanting to build your team. No, stop it. Not going to work. Will work if you have influence, because if, someone with influence gets into your, someone who influences you gets into your inbox, you're going to be open to what they have to say. You might not join them or buy from them, but you're certainly going to be open to it. If someone random who you do not know, and this happens all the time, I know it does to you too, random person pops into your inbox asking if you're open to taking a look at, you know, what they're selling or their business opportunity, and they do not have influence with you, you are probably not going to be open to it. Period. End of story. And then the last thing, 
thing that I encourage you to do is to create complementary offers and products of your own that are also alternate sources of income. It could even be affiliate marketing for other companies or Amazon or higher ticket would be even better. Those can make you money regardless of whether or not someone joins you in business or purchases your company affiliate products. And that's what I teach, of course, in Social Seller to CEO Academy is really how to automate the processes of selling those affiliate products through using SEO and sales funnels. And then once you have that time freedom and you're in alignment with the way that you're marketing and you've got the long-term assets and systems set up, then shifting into creating a complementary product or offer of your own so that you can make 100% commission and impact with your own products. It's priceless. I can't encourage anyone who is listening to this who doesn't yet have the level of influence or income that you desire to really focus on building your brand, build your brand and think of social selling as a complementary asset to your personal brand. Something that complements your brand but isn't the whole thing. I want you to think of it like an umbrella. So the umbrella, umbrella, you're my southern coming out. The umbrella overhanging is your brand and then one of the pieces underneath that could be social selling and those products or that opportunity but it's not the whole umbrella. That's you. Be, Be the umbrella. Oh boy. Okay. Anyway, next one. If you are someone who is serious about building a long term, sustainable, searchable, discoverable brand and business, I absolutely recommend that you create a website as a place where you can share content and convert those eyeballs that you're getting on social media into actual leads that can convert sales for you off of social media. Because what happens if you lose that platform or that platform comes irrelevant? You need to have an audience that you can have access to communicate with. And furthermore, if you would just straight up enjoy having a marketing and sales system that is not dependent upon chasing the constantly changing social media algorithms and the hustle of doing the do and doing your DMO. If you want to have time freedom and creative freedom, the way to go is creating systems and having a website as a central hub where you can convert social media eyeballs into actual leads and market to them via email. Oh my goodness. So all of these things, increasing your influence, your confidence, your perceived personal value level in the marketplace, this is not something that happens overnight. No, no, no. It's something that you have to invest in and directly work on. And that may be an investment of time. That may be an investment in a course or coaching. But if it is something that you want to focus on, I definitely highly encourage you to, depending on the time of year, to get on the wait list for the Social Seller to CEO Academy or enroll in the Social Seller to CEO Academy. That is literally where I walk you through my exact, building out my exact business model. The business model that allows me to generate six figures annually and growing and also work a schedule that feels very aligned to me. I don't work 60, 70 hours a week in order to do that. And my systems are working for me while I sleep. So if you're interested in more information there, you can always go to socialseller2ceoacademy.com. Again, socialseller2ceoacademy.com. There's also a link in my show notes. I highly recommend that you check that out if you want 
to know the how of increasing your confidence, PVL, influence, impact, and income. That's the program for you. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you feel like it would be helpful to a teammate or your team, please do share this on your social media. Take a screenshot. Go ahead and share. Tag me so I can reshare you. Of course, it's so helpful and I thank you guys so much for sharing all the time and just listening to the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next Tuesday. Cheers to your impact.